Hello and thank you for joining us on the podcast. This is Spiritually Curious and I am your host, Khalik. This episode is on inspiration or rather the process of being inspired. And we'll discuss what is the genesis of inspiration? Where do inspiring ideas come from? Do they come to us as a result of our petitions for them? Uh, Do they manifest from our hard work and propensity for greatness? Or do they have an origin that exceeds our passions and prominence for wealth? Ideas and experiences that inspire emanate from a transcendent place and intelligence because they elevate us to both mundane and spiritual heights, which we are unable to reach ourselves. Uh, Some things in life are only available by way of inspiration. It is what opens our eyes and enhances our understanding. Inspiration is the vehicle that leads us to enlightenment, revelation, and the fulfillment of purpose. No matter how much we would like to think that, but that we do, we do not give birth to inspiring ideas. They do not come from us. We can't control how they manifest themselves, but we can attract them to us because they're attracted to each other. Now, what I mean is we are ourselves original ideas inspired by God and therefore magnets for inspirational ideas and experiences. We ourselves are inspired ideas. We are walking, talking, living, breathing, inspired ideas. As each one of us is an original idea by God, we are also the idea of our parents as they have raised us according to certain ideas. Um, Our culture feeds us ideas of who and what we are, what we can and what we can't do and how we fit into society. Our religion gives us ideas of our spiritual and physical value, uh, the identity of God, the personality of God. It gives us ideas of morality and ethics and, and all of those things. Although we may think of ourselves as one, we are actually the result of a myriad of ideas. Inspiration leads us to places of discovery, unknown and and unseen. It comes to elevate us and to challenge what we have considered to be impossible, to reevaluate that. Since mankind is in a perpetual state of development or becoming, we are dependent on change as an intrinsic aspect of our existence. You can't become without change. You know, nothing stays the same throughout life. Multiple transformations occur at every moment in our bodies, in our minds and in our world. These changes help us to become It help us in the process of becoming and also in the discovery of ourselves. But how do we identify inspiration, inspirational ideas and experiences How do we identify the different forms of inspiration? What are the properties? What is the criteria? Well, surprisingly, there is no right or wrong, no good or bad, no limitations or restrictions when it comes to forms 
and methods of inspiration. Anything can be inspiring. I mean, from losing your job to a song on the radio to even the formation of clouds in the sky. The act of being inspired is not defined by the uh, idea or experience that took place, but it's actually what you got from it or how you were changed because of it, uh, what it means to you, what response did it influence you to have, what you determined it to be and what it motivated you to do. This is how inspiration should be defined. Because poverty can be crippling for one, but inspirational for another. You know, we have countless examples of people that have grown up in poverty that were greatly inspired by it and others that were completely overtaken by it. So to examine inspiring ideas and experiences closely, we need to understand what they are and what separates them from other types of ideas and experiences. You know, what unique quality makes something inspiring as opposed to just bad or very good or fulfilling, beneficial, whatever. All forms of inspiration share one characteristic, and that is change. Inspirational ideas and experiences, different forms of inspiration promote new and better ways of thinking and living. They're of a spiritual nature and and prophetic because they're focused on the future. Because of this quality, they may seem ridiculous and implausible at times, stupid even. But supernatural phenomenon has a tendency to be rejected by those that are change adverse. Those that are so stuck in seeing things according to one perspective that any other perspective is completely unrealistic and impossible. People that are at this stage of consciousness, they put trust and faith in what's in front of them as the only possible reality. They accept what was possible yesterday as the truth for today and tomorrow. But inspiration comes to awaken us to the reality of unrevealed potential and the role the supernatural plays in shaping us and our lives. Inspiration requires us to question what is possible and it reassesses the boundaries of our limitations. This is how we can recognize what an inspiring idea or experience is. Now, by identifying the conditions for attracting inspirational experiences, we can begin to see what it takes to encounter them more often. We can create these environments to attract them to us. You know, things like conversations with people with different points of view, reading books, exposure to diverse group of topics and perspectives. This all will increase the flow of ideas because ideas are attracted to other ideas. This is why working on teams Um, Think tanks and brainstorming sessions are so productive because they create environments for inspiration to occur. However, there there is a limitation on which inspiring ideas are attracted to us. Only those that we have the ability to 
assist in becoming actualized are available to us. You know, the purpose of an inspiring idea is to be actualized, to be experienced, to express itself. So if if you are unable to be instrumental in that process of the actualization of this uh, idea, it will not be attracted to you. You know, the idea itself is attracted to corresponding ideas and people and experiences that contribute to the idea being actualized. It isn't just contained within itself. It needs other ideas to join in with it. It's a a networking, a coming together of of different ideas that that make this thing actually become actualized to make it become a reality. You know, your journey in life has attracted this idea to you in order to not necessarily be implemented by you, but to inspire you to take action in some sense and um, for the idea to reach its next destination on this journey to actualization. You know, every, every idea that we get doesn't mean that it's, it comes to us to to be implemented, to be to be ran, to be administered. You know, we get these ideas and we feel like uh, each one and every one is something that we have to take the responsibility to bring it into realization. And that's not the truth. It's absolutely not the truth. Sometimes it may may be there just to simply inspire us. Other times it may come so that we may uh, pass it on to someone else in a conversation or it may enable us to have a different perspective or understanding about um, about life, about anything. You know, it, it comes to initiate a change. And as long as that change has occurred, then that inspiring idea has has uh, done what it has come to do. You know. But I need you to understand that. Just that one idea, you know, you think about Steve Jobs, that one idea of of the iPhone that wasn't all it took to actually have that to become actualized. It took that idea and another idea and another idea and another and another in order for it to be realized. It takes a multitude of ideas, you know, like like a Beethoven song is, of, of course, one with one name and one unique sound belonging to one genre and attributed to one composer. No, but it is made up of many instruments, people all working together to create one kind of harmony. Now for inspired ideas to become actualized, to become physical works, it would take that same thing, that uh, contribution of multiple forms of inspiration working together each in its own way to create one unique harmonic experience. None of this just happens on its own. God is there in the middle of all of it, keeping order and balance in the universe, connecting this idea with this idea or this person with that person and, and bringing together all of these things in order to have what is needed to be manifested. Now, because the invention of the stagecoach didn't come before the wheel or the computer before the telegraph, we see that inspiration indeed is a result of a system of divine order and balance. Everything happens for a reason in its own time. Experiences of inspiration are not random. They're not 
just falling out of the sky, not random occurrences of epiphany. These experiences are as intentional and calculated as a chef's secret recipe. But we will never see the completion of an inspired idea because they're always developing. If you think about the idea of transportation, it's actually still developing as well as the idea of the Internet, religion, science and and mankind and uh, medicine, the, the human anatomy, the discovery of these things. No inspirational idea is ever completed because it continues to develop as it attaches itself to other ideas. It's inspiration is it's a living organism. You know, thousands of years ago, when people pondered on how to get from point A to point B more efficiently, the idea of transportation was inspired. Now, that idea matured from a canoe in 8000 B.C. to a wheeled cart to ships, to chariots, to hot air balloons, to the automobiles, the planes and the space shuttles that we have today. So you see the idea of transportation, which inspired the canoe in 8000 B.C., continues to influence the transportation industry of today to create more efficient modes of transportation for the future. Inspiration will outlast the greatest minds of the world because it is not confined to the innovator, nor does it belong to the genius. The ideas are no more Ours than the air that we're breathing now is. They are not your ideas. They do not serve you exclusively. I mean, nothing is really truly ours. You know, nothing is under our complete control and serves us entirely. Inspirational ideas are are free flowing, belonging to no one, but affecting everybody. They don't cease to be inspiring after they are implemented by one person company or or group, they continue to live beyond us. Inspiring ideas are what inform cultures, societies, countries, people groups, stereotypes, and religious beliefs of every kind. Look at where we live. I mean, we, the homes we live in are inspired ideas, the cities, the different infrastructures, skyscrapers, automobiles. I mean, all these things are inspired ideas that have been actualized. Ideas about ourselves, what we are, what we are not, what we can be, what we will never be. Ideas about God and ideas about reality and ideas about ideas. We are surrounded by them. We are original ideas inspired by God and therefore magnets for inspirational ideas and experiences. We are walking, talking, living, breathing ideas. Although inspiration can come to us in a number of ways and forms, they all share one characteristic. Inspiring ideas and experiences are change oriented. They're transformative. They reveal something to us. They're prophetic because they're focused on the future. So to attract inspirational ideas and experiences, we have to create environments where they can develop. We have to read more, engage in conversations that we wouldn't normally engage in. 
meditate, maybe take a walk, practice being in the moment, pray, chant, whatever you can do to create a space that is rich with ideas and open and welcoming. You have to intentionally connect to the spiritual as much as possible because this is where we're from. This is our home. So reacquaint yourself with it regularly and forms of inspiration will be encountered more often. 